just when you thought it was safe to go onto iTunes. This is Next Level Guy. The only website that makes self-development as fun as going to the movies. It's time to take the red pill and escape the Matrix. Hello and welcome to the Next Level Guy Show podcast with your host, Ian Dawson McKay. Next Level Guy is a men's interview, interest and improvement website where I interview the greats from all industries to help others better their lives. Listen to the experts in their respective fields being quizzed and learn something new. Listen, embrace, adapt, then use it and improve. Today's guest is an extraordinary dating coach called RSD Max. This is the second time he's been on the podcast. Max is a dating coach with RSD Nation and has just launched the most successful dating product ever called The Natural, which he has broken all records with. He teaches guys how to become a natural woman by developing and unleashing their true potential. He's described by RSD Nation as having an amazing repertoire of stories and as a gift for teaching self-development and lifestyle enhancement as well. His teachings focus on the state-of-the-art strategies and knowledge on how to pick up women and become the best man you've always wanted to be. This interview is slightly different in that it's not really an interview as say. I collated together a bunch of questions I've received from readers. Um, if you want to get involved with this, simply join our mailing list and you'll see these kind of little insights and little things that you won't see advertised on the blog. Um, so we covered these during our chat with Max, um, where Max offers hints and tips to fix the issues in a sort of ask, ask the expert feature. If you've enjoyed this kind of feature and you'd like to see more of these types of chats with different types of people, let me know by using the contact form on the site or by sending me a message on social media. I think Max is fantastic here and he's given some life-changing advice for everybody listening. But before we get into that, I just want to say a quick word about affiliates. I've managed to build up some great relationships with some awesome companies. This has allowed me to obtain special discounts codes, deals and listener exclusives. So for more information on this, if you go to www.nextlevelguy.com forward slash affiliates for further information. So if you want to optimize your health, for example, then you need to try on it. If you use the code nextlevelguy, that's N-E-X-T-L-E-V-E-L-G-U-Y, next level guy, in one continuous word. In the discount code section of the checkout, you'll get 10% off any eligible items in your basket of great supplements and fitness gear. I would recommend you check out Alpha Brain, which is a cognitive enhancer that makes your brain work more effectively. And they're also offering a number of free trials of supplements you should take advantage of. Links for these and more can be found by going through my site, clicking on the on it icon, and it'll take you through. For other affiliate deals, I'm particularly loving The Way of the Seal book by Commander Mark Devine. I liked it so much that I had to interview him to find out more. That will be coming out in the next few weeks. I also really enjoy Ross Edgeley's awesome book, The World's Fittest Book, which provides awesome advice on training, health, nutrition, and building a successful life. It really is awesome, and there's something for everybody in there. I cannot say I like it enough, and I really hope to get them on the podcast soon. And I'm also loving my super soft, super comfy jeans. Um, they highlight your gains, they highlight your muscles, and they fit perfectly. And they're um, special jeans that don't make you look like you've 
fallen out of a skinny jean store. You know, they're comfy, they fit you well, and they make you look very masculine. And they're from Barbell Apparel. If you use Next Level Guy again, all one word, at the discount code section, and get 10% off all your um, eligible items. They also do great polo shirts and other stuff, so you have to check them out. So for all of these special deals, special um, prices, offers, etc., please go to www.nextlevelguy.com forward slash affiliates. That's www.nextlevelguy.com forward slash affiliates. I hope you have had as much fun listening to this one as I did during the interview. Hope you enjoy. Hey Max, appreciate you taking the time to do this again. Um, I had nothing but positive feedback from the first episode, so I thought we'd get you back in and answer some of the viewers' questions. So, for those who maybe don't know you or are not familiar with your work, could you just give a quick intro about who you are, how you got into this sort of thing, and why you're so well-known? Uh, my name is uh, Max Burner, a.k.a. RSD Max. I'm one of the few worldwide coaches that is crazy enough to dedicate his entire life on teaching men how to be successful with women I've been on uh, three world tours uh 70 different countries god knows how many cities been doing this for uh five years now and um been brought uh, bringing out uh three uh record-breaking programs that help people all around the world and i'm massively excited and grateful to be in that position where i can help so many guys now, before we get into this, you know, you get all these guys who are sitting there just now going, oh, it's okay for so-and-so, they're good-looking, it's okay for so-and-so because they're naturally a good talker or they're good with women, etc. But that wasn't really your upbringing, you know, so could you just go into a little bit about your upbringing, about how you developed this? You know, how did you get into this whole, like, pick-up and dating scene? Uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, you know... I was never really the guy who was quote unquote good with girls. I was always the guy who was just kind of uh, <laughs> dabbling around, never got any results. I was the shy nerd in school, you know. I wasn't like a loser per se, but I was definitely not the popular kind of guys uh, amongst the popular guys. Never got a lot of girls, never had experiences with them. And, you know, at some someday I woke up, I was 20, 20 years old, I was living in Vienna. I woke up and I'm like, Okay, you know what? Shit's gotta change. Um, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta man up. I gotta figure this thing out. And I set out and started, uh, started approaching girls and getting better at it, becoming a, a more social person. And you know, of course, failed miserably the first couple of months. But I had a glimpse of success every now and then, and I doubled down. And then I learned more and surrounded myself by the right people and did research and tried it out. I was always a guy that took action, honestly. And I overcame my own shyness and my own inability to attract women and, and got better and better at it. And, you know, soon about started writing about it and then started giving seminars and got uh, in, in touch with, with the guys from RSD to hired me as a coach after a year of free work, traveled my ass off, didn't get paid for a year, just did it out of passion. That was my only, like literally all I was running on was freaking passion. And, you know, like I said earlier, man, honestly – being in a position now where I can live off that and hire a great team so I can serve more and more people. Ever since we asked, I quadrupled my team. You know, I, I have 12 people now coaching alongside with me. Um, we're grinding our asses off. I have a cinematography team. We're releasing top-notch content that's getting better and better and serving more and more people in my uh, my uh, 
what's it called? My uh, my YouTube channel is about to crack 200,000 subscribers. It could even be that um, that uh, by the time you release this, it has 200,000 subscribers. Everything's blowing up, and and I'm just a guy who's still the nerd inside, but uh, a little happier and a little more content. So you've also got the number one selling dating product, the natural. And guys, if you haven't seen this, um, check out the review I did. I'll put in the links into this interview notes. It's fantastic. One of the best things I've ever used. So why do you think you've been so successful? You know, is it the fact that you show people the key elements and the key ways to do this? You know, you put in your mistakes, you put in the reality of what it's like. You know, you don't tie this up into magical mumbo jumbo that a lot of people can't comprehend you know you give them concrete action steps you know why do you think you've been so successful compared to other guys other instructors um it's it's probably one of the reasons um that i'm just trying to be meticulous and, and i've always been a perfectionist and so am i with my content and the natural was definitely something that probably cost me a lot of life years because I really I grinded it out and I wanted to, it to be perfect. Same goes for Fearless. Same goes for the program that preceded the Natural My Life seminar at Max Hotsey. Um, I think a big reason also, this is something I, I allow myself to be proud in, is I always try to, to show the realness of it. I think there's a lot of great coaches out there that are trying to hide their shortcomings. You know, they, they post hidden camera info footage of them only succeeding and I'm like, you know what? Out of literally, out of out of self-centered reasons, I say, you know what? Let me release my rejections. Let me show people my shortcomings. Let me talk about my own insecurities because I didn't want to build up a brand th- that is built on a false persona. Again, self-centered reasons. I said, if I have a bad day and somebody sees me out on the street, I want that person to to understand if I have a bad day. If somebody sees me get rejected in the club, I want that person to understand that it's part of the game. So I always, I, I was happy to sacrifice a potential perfect reputation for a more real reputation, a real picture of how it actually is. And I honestly think that might be a big reason why many people can resonate with me because they say, yo, this Max guy, he's legit, he's real. He, he gets rejected as well. He's talking about his own insecurities. And if and if I if my brand stands for one thing, it's you don't need to be perfect to get laid. <laughs> you can be a little insecure. You can be a nerd. You can have your shortcomings. You can be short. I'm a short guy. I'm 172 centimeters. You can do that, and you can still get great results. And that in turn empowers a lot of people, I think. And and, and that's great, you know. Now you seem to be everywhere. You know, when you've got the YouTube videos, you've got the great content, you've got the great products, one after the other. So how do you keep this, you know, some manic energy up? How do you just keep pushing and pushing and going and you know building up a passion and your brand and driving forward and making more content and you know helping so many guys? What what's the motivation to you? Mm. Honestly, I think it was just like there was no alternative. And and I said it to a lot of guys now, especially the younger guys, but older guys alike. I'm like, guys, what's the alternative, man? For me, I didn't have no alternative, man. Uh, I'm either going to get this this pickup coach thing handled or what else am I going to do? Go back to Austria after quitting college, after losing my job. The only – literally the only alternative for me was going back to the Austrian military and serve a mediocre life, you know, get my three, four thousand euros a month and 
you know, go work out every day at the military. It wasn't that bad, but that was literally my only alternative. And I said, that doesn't sound too good to me. So put all my eggs in one basket and uh, live my dreams or die trying. Now, so many guys struggle with this, you know, that they don't approach because they've got like some BS mentality in their head, you know, they're they're afraid they'll be rejected. They tell themselves, oh yeah, I could get the girl if I really wanted to, so they don't need to try, you know. They always have some excuse why they can't go, oh, I'm going to go in a minute, or they're not had enough to drink and all this kind of stuff, you know. So what's the worst mindsets that most guys have that you've come across? You know, what's the worst mindsets when it comes to women and dating that really stops people from succeeding and actually getting the partner and the, the types of women that they really want? Uh, this is something I literally just wrote down like an hour ago because it was an idea. I think most of people, most of the guys are not in the game. They are in some sort of little boy game, it, meaning they don't take shit seriously. They dabble. They're little boys. They're not men. They're trying to you know, watch some quick fix video and then just kind of go out and kind of try it. None of these people is working on a on a proven system. Not many of these people are actually getting help or actually being mentored by somebody. I'm not talking about mentored by a professional coach necessarily. Most of these guys are not even reaching out to a guy who is where they want to be. And they, most of these guys, they don't ask for real advice. And if they ask for real advice, then they just kind of think about it. They don't freaking implement it. People are not in the game. People are in the little boy game. And I think that's the worst mindset to have. Work on a structure. Work on a proven system. Surround yourself with people that are there where you want to be. Follow their advice. Get off your little ego horse. Admit that you suck at something. Follow their advice. Execute and go get those results. It really is that simple. Yeah, I mean, I completely agree. So, for example, like just now, I'm doing um, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. So I'm a big guy, six foot three. You know, I'm big and strong and I'm you know, quite broad, and so I walk into the gym and I think, okay, I'm going to dominate everybody, I'm, I've been doing some powerlifting for years, so I know exactly what I'm going to do, and then in the first couple of weeks, you get dominated by everybody, anybody that knows technique rather than just brute strength or, you know, kind of just lack is going through you, you know, like the girls are arm barring you, you're struggling against everybody, you're just the worst in the place. So eventually you have to just switch off the ego, learn the technique, work on your um, you know, your weaknesses and things like that. You can't just go into it and think, oh, I know what I'm doing. And you definitely need to find a mentor, somebody that's going to push you more and more. So how do we lose this ego? You know, how like guys that are listening to this and they're telling themselves bullshit stories each time, you know, that they've created about themselves. You know, they all say that one about Every guy thinks he can win every fight and he can get every girl, but it's just in his head, you know. They can't actually physically do it, but they just tell themselves that to, like, to not even try. They can just walk away and feel happy in their life, but they don't actually achieve anything from it. So how can we lose that ego? How can we kill the bullshit and actually give it a try and go for the things that we want to achieve for in life? Yeah, exactly. I think, I think. look, I think you can't be shying away from being harsh on yourself. 
Because, you know, nowadays, who's going to be harsh on yourself? Not many people are going to be harsh, like really harsh on yourself. I mean, I'm not talking about a cab driver that is being a dick to you or something like that or a bus driver not greeting you. That's not being harsh on yourself. I'm talking about people being legitimately harsh on yourself. When is that going to happen? You know, we're progressing into a system of, of safe places and of being nice to everybody and all of a sudden everybody is special, la-di-da, you know, you can hate me as much as you want now about this, this semi-political statement, but honestly, dude, nobody's going to be harsh on us anymore. Nobody fucking holds your face and says, dude, you're going to suck balls unless you go and hustle hard. No, your mommy is going to tell you that you're special. Your daddy is going to pat you on the shoulder for trying you know, you get a participation trophy trophy nowadays. We people, we got to be harsh on ourselves because nobody else is harsh on us anymore. And you said that you you mentioned Brazilian jiu-jitsu in the beginning. You know, it's kind of funny because every man nowadays has two misconceptions. And that is number one, that he can win a fight. And number two, that he can get any girl if he really wants to. Both are completely wrong. <laughs> if you're going to get in a fight, in a bar fight on the street, very likely that you're going to get your ass handed. Number one, because you don't know how to fight unless you do do Brazilian jiu-jitsu like you do or something other. other. And number two, most likely you won't know what to say and the girl's going to give a little bit of shit and you don't know what to do. Because again, like you're not harsh on yourself. You're not telling yourself. You're not admitting to yourself that you suck. And that's okay. Nothing wrong with sucking. It's too, we, You're meant to be bad at something. There's completely nothing wrong with that. Unfortunately, a lot of guys use, you know, their partner and the relationship as the sole focus in their life. You know, they've got nothing else to focus on. They're not happy with their life. So their their whole relationship becomes the number one thing to them. And it ends up driving the girls away, you know, and they lose what attracted them in the first place. So what do you think guys should do? To, how should they set up their lives so that they become attractive to women in their lives? You know, so that the women become the, the whipped cream on top of the ice cream. Um, I think I heard you mention, you know, how can we set up our lives and focus, you know, where should our focus be on so that we end up having the dating, the relationships, it's just like the best part of our life, but if we were single, we would still have a fantastic life. I mean, I think it comes down to a couple of things. Number one, I want to talk about your job. Your job shouldn't be this thing that you that, that you drag yourself to on Monday and then you kind of suffer through it until Friday. I mean, dude, we're spending way – you're going to spend a lot of time at your job. So spend a little bit of time, effort, blood, sweat, and tears, and energy to find a job that fulfills you, okay? And it doesn't matter what job – it doesn't matter. I'm, I'm not mentioning money here. For some people, a, a building a gigantic business fulfills them. For some people – being a teacher fulfills them. Being a guitar teacher fulfills them. Being whatever, being at the office with some homies doing stupid things. As long as it fulfills you, it makes you happy every day. As long as you quote unquote step dance to work, then you're good because you're going to spend a lot of time at work. So might as well find something that fulfills you, right? And then on top of that, an old classic concept of mine is respect your body, respect your mind. By that, I mean number one, respect your body. Feed your body good nutrients. Your body is made out of what? Out of food. It's literally made out of food. The, the, the food you consume is building your body. So it's cool to have junk food every now and then. It's cool to get some soft drink or have a pizza and some Ben and Jerry's ice cream every now and then. I might get some later. <laughs> My girlfriend's happy when she hears that. Um, at the end of the day, look, you, uh, give your body the proper nutrients. 
the the neurological connections in your brain are going to be happy. The muscles are going to be happy. Your organs are going to be happy. Everything's going to be happy if you give it proper nutrients. Okay. It it sounds so. It sounds like it's not going to have a big effect on you, but once you have been eating healthy for a couple months, you've increased focus. It's easier for you to be happy. It's easier for you to listen to people that come up with cool, creative ideas, etc. Your body is made out of food. Respect your body. On top of that, also go, 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 push it. Go, go to the gym. Lift some weights. Go run. Okay, your body is a survival machine. Everybody who's listening, your body is meant to run for miles per day, to be exposed to harsh weather, to be hunting down your food. You're a survival machine. You're literally the most sophisticated survival machine that has ever roamed this earth in millions of years. And what do we do? We hop in a bus that is air conditioned. We go sit at home on the couch. We go watch some Netflix. This is not what your body's learned to do. Your body's meant to thrive and suffer. And honestly, it feels like it, it sounds weird, right? You're meant to suffer, but it's good suffering. Go get to the gym. Go do something hardcore, right? And on top of that, respect your mind. By that, I mean cut out negativity. Why are you watching the news? The news are full of BS, full of lies, and full of negativity. Why do you hang out with negative people that all they do is gossip, gossip, gossip? Get out of that negativity. Feed it positivity. Feed it with, with things that smart people say, mentors, people that are where you want to be. Listen to them. Read a book. Don't read a novel. Don't read Fifty Shades of Grey. Read a fucking book by, I don't know, <laughs> by, by well, what's my favorite author these days? By MJ DeMarco. Read a book by Eckhart Tolle. Right? Read those books. Feed your mind. Respect your mind. Feed it the proper things. That's what I say is a good way to build that ice cream that is your life. Yeah, it 100% agree. I mean, so for somebody that's listening just now who's thinking, okay, I can see that point, what should they start looking at? You know, what should they start building into their lives? What other kind of factors and habits should we be looking into? Because it was like my mom said, if you're not comfortable in your own skin, you're never going to be comfortable in a relationship. You have to be comfortable with yourself, single and alone, before you can be comfortable with somebody else and make you know to build that partnership. I mean, would you agree with that? And if so, what should we be focusing on in addition to you know like what we eat, working out, and all that sort of thing? one hundred percent. I mean, okay. Let, let me be careful here. Fix yourself first before you get in a in a dedicated relationship, but don't fix yourself first before you go start to talk to a girl. Um, so does that make sense? Do you see the difference here? So, because many guys say like, let me get let me get my education handled first. Let me get my health handled first. Let me get the six pack first. Let me get a job, la di da, and boom! All of a sudden, uh, they wake up one day. They're thirty five years old and they haven't even approached a girl. They have zero experience in that. So don't do that. But at the same time, I see a lot of girls, all a lot of guys, all they want is get a girlfriend, get a girlfriend, so they finally feel complete. A girlfriend ain't gonna complete you, homie. A girlfriend ain't gonna do shit for you if you can't love yourself. How are you expecting to love a girl, right? You can't do that. So definitely go meditate. Definitely go read books and work on yourself. At the same time, go out and meet girls. 
meet girls. You don't have, I'm not saying fuck a lot of girls. I just say meet girls. Go on dates. Get to know people. Put yourself out of your comfort zone. Approach the girl at the grocery store. Go ahead and do all that. And don't rush into a relationship just to feel complete. Because you got to complete yourself first. That's what I would say. Now, recently, you know, sort of pick up and dating and game has had a quite a sort of negative connotation. You know, the the way the media sort of portrayed um, some of the videos and comments made by certain pickup artists. So, why do you think it's got such a sort of negative attitude and sense? You know, I mean, your material and content is about making the person, you know, into the prize to understanding their value, and building a successful life. You know, something that makes a girl want to be attracted to it. You know, yes, there is that side of pickup where they look at like negging and canned lines and manipulation and stuff like that. But you know, your material is definitely not down that road. You know, you treat you you look at the the person who's listening as the prize, and you're showing them how to build their life, how to become naturally attractive to get the girls they want. So, why do you think? Um, pickup has such a negative attitude is it the fact that they're taking things out of context is it that we're looking at they're not understanding the true motivations or is it just that some of the people who are using it are abusing it you know what do you think it is that's given pickup game that this kind of negative attitude well it's easy you know nowadays with you can take any anything out of context nowadays, you know. Um, I could say, you know, you know, take a video of mine where I say we're all sluts, you know. Your mom's probably a slut. Every girl is a slut because she likes sex, but we're sluts too. Men's are sluts. We're a species that revolves around sex. Everybody has a sex drive. Everybody thinks about masturbation. Everybody probably masturbates, right? We're all sluts, right? Now that doesn't sound like too edgy of a comment. But if you put out of context, when I say your mom's a slut, your grandmother's a slut, put that out of context, you know, put it up on some YouTube, get a couple thousand views so you get money from the ads that you're playing on there. That's what the news nowadays does. Nobody's really focused on finding out the truth. People just want to have clicks. Give me the get if get me the clicks. Let's get a lot of money done. That's what news companies are about nowadays. And and I understand that, man. If I had a failing business, I would revert to that as well. And 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 it's difficult for people too. And I I got I gotta defend the news companies here as well. It's difficult because we people, the consumers, we lose focus. What are we doing on Instagram nowadays? We're checking the 15 second stories. That's it because we can't even hold focus for more than 15 seconds. So of course the news companies are like, well, we could we could we could write a comprehensive case study about about pickup where you know we really really look at all the disadvantages and all the advantages and you know for pages we're going to break it down so people have an accurate view on that people won't fucking read it but if you put a 15 second clip up of taking something out of context which is extremely easy for something that polarizing as pickup let's do that we'll get a couple million views and we got our money and we fuck off because nobody wants to know the truth. People want to have their emotions titillated. That's all we want. And that is also real quick. If I may elaborate on that, that is what gets you ahead. Nowadays, the only skill that you need to have is maintain focus for longer than 15 seconds. 
and you're gonna you're gonna get ahead. You're gonna get ahead out of from all these other guys that can't even watch a five minute YouTube video anymore because they need to be on their phone. They need to get the next dopamine rush. They need to scroll through Facebook, post a status, read a status, la di da. Read. I challenge. I challenge our our dear listeners here. I challenge you guys to sit down for a whole freaking hour, put that phone on flight mode, close the door. And dig yourself into a book and don't look up until an hour has passed. I challenge you to do it. It's difficult nowadays. We can't even do that anymore. Now, a lot of guys listening, you know, start coming out with their BS excuses. They'll be sitting there going, yeah, but, yeah, but, you know, these guys are attractive. These guys are maybe more socially confident in that. So I bet you've probably seen some amazing transformations. So to eliminate all these kind of questions I was getting and all these kind of excuses that guys are putting forward, this can literally change for any man, can't it? There's no way that... There's no one person who isn't suitable to get better with social interactions, with pickup, with meeting women and, you know, building relationships and building attraction. So can you give us a quick example of some great transformations that you've seen through your dating life? I'm just, sorry, your coaching life. Oh, tons of guys. I mean, we've had all kinds of successes. We've had the thick accent, old fat Indian guy um, that is literally being chased down by international models. It, th- that is one of the most insane stories I've had just recently. Uh, he has I'm, – I'm not going to say who it is because I respect her privacy, but he has a, a, an international miss, miss so-and-so just literally running after him. And he – if you see a picture of him – he definitely is not the typical attractive guy that you would think of. Uh, we've had a guy. I remember I had him as a student, as as a as a one on one student in Zurich last year, and he was a he was young. I think he was a, just turned twenty. He had his own little business, and uh, his big dream was to you know uh, get the confidence to talk to models, be surrounded by hot girls, and move to L.A. And here's the crazy thing. I think eight to nine months later, I'm listening to a business podcast of a friend of mine, Alex Witkin, and and he's interviewing this guy, and this is young, dynamic guy, and he's from Switzerland, and he just recently moved to LA, and he's now cracked the $1 million profit per month with his company, and I'm like, this voice sounds similar, and I look up the name, and I'm like, this is the fucking guy. This is the fucking guy that was my client for a weekend. Well, we gave him a bunch of tips on social circle game. We gave him a bunch of confidence tips. I helped him out a little bit with his business and his goals. And and I made I made him realize how possible it is. And look at that. Nine freaking months later, he's living in LA, hosting Maxim parties, making a million profit a month. It's insane. And there's tons of these kind of stories out there. So another big thing that people wanted was, you know, like, how do they approach? How should they consider rejection? You know, is it a fail-safe line that they can use or a standard approach? Because a lot of guys were saying, saying that they were struggling in their head to approach because they thought, well, obviously she said this. How would I do this? Or how do I approach when she's with her friends? How do I approach when she's in this scenario? How do I approach in that scenario? You know, but is this the is this a making excuses again? You know, what what would you say to the general kind of guys who come out with, oh, I can't do that yet till I have a perfect pickup line. Oh, I don't know what to do here. What should we be looking at in terms of approach? You know, how should we be looking at rejection and how to overcome it? 
Yeah, let me keep it very, very, very simple. This is something I've I've been coaching more recently. The so-called kaizen. Uh, kaizen is Japanese. It means easy learning. Um, I'm like, let me keep things extremely simple here. Number one, by approaching a girl with congruence, you can actually make her day. What I mean by congruence, I mean own the nervousness, own the fact that you might not know the perfect thing to say. We men, we try to be so perfect. It's also this like wrong mainstream society picture that this being the the, the, the mainstream narrative trying to depict us in. You got to be, you know, the Ryan Gosling in, in Crazy Stupid Love. You got to be James Bond with the perfect thing to say, perfectly smooth, la da perfectly knowing what to say, what to do, how to look like, right? But we don't. So forget about that. Don't try to fake being somebody you're not. Own it. Own your nervousness. Own that you might not know the perfect thing to say. Honesty and congruency is much, much harder to the girl than some fake ass pickup line. And and on top of that, what's the worst thing that could happen, man? The girl saying no, maybe the girl ignoring you, done. Who cares, dude? Your balls are still gonna be there, I guarantee you. Your balls are not gonna fall off. You can get as many rejections as you want. Your balls are still gonna be here. You're still gonna be just as much of a man as you were before. Even more, you're gonna be more of a man because you can look yourself in a mirror and you can tell yourself, yo, I did a lot of crazy things today. I did jump over my comfort zone. I did something I was scared of today. Whether you win or fail, you can look yourself in the mirror at the end of the day and you can say, yo, I did it. And that that's a pretty empowering feeling. Yeah. Two, two things, two things. Let's keep it very simple here again. Two things. Number one, you have to have a big enough why, right? If your why is I'm going to talk to this girl because she might be the woman of my dreams, because she might be the mother of my future children, because we're going to have a great date, because we're going to have great sex, because I want to prove it to myself. If that why is big enough, then you have a much better chance of not bailing out. And if that why is not big enough, then make it bigger, man. What else are you going to do? Your why should be you don't want to end up alone. Yo, why should be you want to feel empowered? You want to know that you can do it. You don't want to feel like a loser when you go to bed today. Those are all whys. Put them together to a big con- 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 cohesive why. And the second thing you got to induce in there is discipline. <laughs> you know, nowadays, especially us young, you know, millennials, we're all like, what's the magical app? The quick fix three-minute video, the 15-second Instagram story. We're searching for a, a quick and easy, non-painful way out. But let me tell you, bro, the real life isn't as easy as that. Things are not going to come easy. There's not a magical exercise that gets you a six-pack with five minutes of work per day. That's not what real life is. Forget about it. It's about discipline and discipline only. People search – like one of the most common questions I get asked is, Max, how do you have the motivation to work hard? How do you have the motivation to do this? I'm like, bitch, my motivation started – fucking eight years ago and and it stopped seven years and 350 something years, something days you know you know it motivation flees it's fairy dust it's nothing motivation is a fleeting feeling and an, it's an emotion fuck motivation it's about discipline when i'm tired and burnt out but i have a product launch coming up it's not motivation that keeps me going it's discipline but what how do i get discipline you don't get it you induce it in yourself. Discipline is happening when you do something that is uncomfortable, that is painful, that is that, that is weird, but you know it's the right thing to do. Discipline is when you turn that shower on cold and you step into it anyway, even though you're freezing your balls off literally. 
That is discipline. Discipline is doing the right thing, even though it might feel uncomfortable in the moment. So then what would you say to somebody listening, you know, who wants to find their own why? You know, that was something I got a lot of, like, people were asking me the questions of, but how do I know if it's right for me? How do I know, like, the motivations to get the girls? How do I pick the the thing that's going to get me to go regardless of how I'm feeling or how I'm feeling in that moment, you know? So how do you personally keep your energy going how do you keep your interest and your passion up when you you're in relationships within days that you're fed up you're tired you're burnt out you know how how can guys listening find that why how can they find their own personal motivation the thing that just keeps them going uh my again my why was like what's the alternative man my on one hand, it was like, what's the alternative? There is no alternative for me. I'm, I don't want to fail. Done. I don't want to die. I don't want to be 90 years old on my deathbed asking myself, what if? What if I had talked to this girl? What if I had approached that girl? What if I had gotten out over and over again until I get this dating thing handled? What if I had said yes to the opportunity of me becoming a dating coach? What if, what if? I don't want to ask myself what if. I want to know. I want to see. I want to fail. But at least I don't want to ask myself what if. And the other big why, honestly, was I was I was in such a low point. I was I had so little confidence, so little reference experiences to look back to, that I swore to myself that if I ever get out of that, if I ever manage to pull myself out of that hell, out of that out of that bottomless pit of frustration, confusion, then I will be that guy that gives back to somebody who is where I was a couple of years before. And honestly, that keeps you going a lot. If you make a little bit of progress, if you manage to get a couple numbers from girls or talk to a couple of girls that you're that, that are intimidating, if you get to do that, pass it on. Help another fellow out. A fellow that is that is that is ready and happy to take your advice, by the way, because some of some of them won't. But give pass it on. And that's a great motivation. That feels very good. It's inspiring. And then when that guy gets great results, it inspires you back. That's literally why I'm still I'm still doing coaching actively. You know, I could remove myself and just do, you know, become the, the 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 systems builder of my business and just, you know, outsource the content to younger, more energetic guys. I could do that, but I don't want to because I want to feel the results of my clients. I want to be inspired back by these guys. And together we're creating this epic upward spiral of inspiration and motivation and also discipline. <laughs> yeah, because... I, th- I think that's why people really like your material, you know, that you're not one of these guys who comes out with these, like, airy fairy videos that, you know, you start coming out with these concepts that nobody can really relate to, and it's it's obvious that they're trying to make themselves sound, you know, as more clever than or more intelligent than they are. You know, the, the thing that I like about your material, and probably why so many fans like it as well, is that, you know, you're in the trenches, you're showing the nitty-gritty stuff, you're showing the the rejections you're showing what doesn't work you're showing guys what it's actually going to be like and teaching them like the key skills and how to interact and how to push themselves the motivations and what to watch out for you know that you're you're making it personable you're making it you're you're the face of the brand that you're going out your way to build that brand you're building the following you're showing guys who you are, how you, how guys can become more like you, you know, 
it's really annoying when you see these kind of companies where they kind of go and it's you know they get a wee bit success and then suddenly they come out with such ridiculous over-the-top videos where they start acting like they're kings and you realize it's they've forgotten you know who they are they've forgotten the thing that made them popular with guys or they've forgotten how to work for the customer rather than themselves and i think that's what makes you such a great coach is you are always there for the people you know you're always there answering the questions you're always there demonstrating things you're showing the true side of things you're not somebody who's just making bs up you're actually showing the pros the cons the successes the negative reactions you know, you're showing guys how they can do it rather than giving some fake shite that just feeds into the coach's ego. You're showing guys how to get this kind of life for themselves. Uh, no, no, it totally makes sense. Like, yeah, like you said, the, and that's the part I love. Uh, um, I have a, uh, an event coming up in Cologne in two days and I don't have to do that. Those events cost a lot of fucking money for me. They probably cost me and my team actual money. If we were at home, we could, you know, we could, we could uh, make a lot more money. But we don't. I don't want to do that, man. I want to meet these people. I want to shake hands. I want to listen to their fucking stories. That's what keeps me going. You, you can never, as a business owner and a coach, when you scale up too much, you can run danger of forgetting the face and the people behind it. And that's why I am, like you said, in the trenches, right, shaking hands. Talking to Steve person, right? One of the the big factors I got a lot of questions on was looks, you know, and attractiveness. Guys were saying things like that. They didn't consider themselves to be attractive, so they didn't approach or, you know, that they were wanting to go to the gym first or improve their style or improve the way that they groomed themselves, etc., to make themselves better and more attractive before they approached girls. And I consider that the wrong way because, you know, in my in my head, I mean, I'm not maybe the best looking guy in the world, but I still uh, get a lot of girls. So I find it's more about your personality. So why is there this big BS attitude towards looks and, you know, how you attract women? Because can you go into a little bit? I remember seeing it in one of your videos where you mentioned how it's we maybe are attracted to looks. You know, we've guys are maybe driven by the physical attributes where women are actually driven by further characteristics that, you know, like it's more of a deep um, kind of deep meaning. Can you go into a little bit about like why looks aren't important in dating and pickup? Well, it's easy because, because that's what we're searching for in girls, right? We're genetically predisposed to find a hot girl with with you know nice skin, nice hair, uh, the proper body proportions, because that her appearance is a direct indicator for us that she's gonna bear us healthy offspring, right? Well, I don't know about you, let's be honest, but if I don't find a girl physically attractive, she could be as funny and interesting as she wants to be. I wouldn't want to have sex with her. So we assume that it's the same for girls, but it's not. If you look at it from a biological standpoint, sure to a degree, it's important for the girl that the man has somewhat good genetics looks-wise. She, she needs to make sure that the offspring is also healthy. But what is much, much more important for her is that this guy is an alpha male. This guy is, uh, to a degree, a leader, that this guy knows what to do because once the offspring is born, she needs to make sure that those offspring are gonna not going to die, that those offspring are going to be protected, 
that those offspring are going to be led. These those offspring are going to are going to be nurtured by, by a man, not by some little beta male cuck, but by a guy who knows what he's doing. And that's why it's not as important for women if the guy is good looking or tall or has a, a symmetrical facial expressions or you know or hair. It doesn't matter as much as long as you can show alpha male behavior. Females will biologically be attracted to you because they're like, okay, this is the guy I'm gonna I'm gonna have this guy impregnate me and have take care of my offspring because this is the guy who's not gonna lose. That simple. So how should a guy approach then? You know, say somebody's listening and they think, okay, fine, I want to approach. You know, I got a lot of questions about is there a a standard approach how should a total newbie approach should they sit and listen to you know these exact lines and if she says this you do that or should they go in and just let it kind of bounce around you know should they look to just have as much fun as possible and use their own um use their own fun and their creativity and pick something from the scenario and you know just have some fun and become a natural attractive and fun guy you know is there a difference? I mean, what would you advise guys who are completely new to this, who want to come and meet girls and who want to be as attractive and start approaching? What, how should they start approaching? You know, if they were completely new to this dating scene or just coming out of a relationship or something like that, how should they approach, in your opinion? Yeah, I love, I love that question. I think there's two kinds of approaches in that, uh, to that. There's the one guy who tries to accumulate as many correct roadmaps, as many correct techniques as possible, right? When the when the group looks like this, do that. And when you're in that situation, say this, etc. right? And there's the other kind of guy who says, you know what? Fuck all this theory. Let me just focus on being congruent to myself. Let me focus on feeling good, feeling fulfilled, and the rest will just fall into place automatically. And honestly, both are fine. Both are going to get you to the goal. But the second one, the latter, it sounds a lot more sustainable. By having, you know, you don't have to memorize a lot of technique. You just focus on feeling good, being yourself, being socially calibrated, putting yourself in a situation where you get confident, where you can validate yourself. And then the rest is just kind of automatic, you know? I think that sounds a lot more sustainable. You know, so for the guys that you're getting through to, you know, the ones who are not using some BS in their heads now or try to find some other excuse who think, okay, I'm going to give this a go, what's the thing that they need to remember? What's the number one kind of key that they need to keep in their mind or that they need to follow to start seeing the success and start meeting the you know people that they could potentially have relationships with or, you know, dating the people that they want in their lives? Well, honestly, you got to start, right? People got to stop waiting. Again, many people are in, in the little boy game of just waiting and dabbling around, waiting for it to sh- for shit to happen. But you, you got to make shit happen. There's just no way around that. You got to make shit happen. That simple. And nowadays, social media can help a lot with that kind of stuff. If you document going out, you might not have a lot of friends, but if you if you connect with people on Instagram – and on Facebook, and now you're becoming friends, and you see what, what's going on, and then and then 
you might invite a bunch of people. You start forming your own parties or you go to somebody's parties. Again, you got to build a sustainable system. It doesn't matter whether you're broke or not. If, let's say, okay, I want to throw my own party but I'm too broke. Cool. Just befriend a guy who doesn't have a lot of friends but who makes a lot of money. Now, you're the guy who invites a lot of people to this guy. And to those people, you're the guy who invites them to a sick party. You got to connect people. Start doing things and start connecting people and you can use social media to stay in touch with these people. Is that simple? So another big topic there was, you know, about online dating. Do you think people are utilizing um, online dating the right way? Is online dating worth it? Have we gotten to a point where now we're so reliant on technology that we've forgotten how to speak to people? You know, should we forget about online dating and just get back to actually building the connection and going it face to face? Or do you think online dating, you know, does it have a place in pickup and dating? You know, is it the future or are we actually using online dating to hide the, the real problem? The two can definitely work together. And I think online dating is a great tool, but for too many guys, it has become uh, something like a crutch, right? They're like, yeah, exactly. They hide behind it. I don't want to go out and feel uncomfortable. Let me just sit in bed uh, in my underwear and try to quote unquote approach chicks on, on the online dating, right? It doesn't make any sense. Like you shouldn't be reliant on it. I think the best way is still – Getting the skills to be able to approach and, and successfully attract a girl at any place and any time. Because at the end of the day, you can be as much as you want on Tinder as, as you want. You're going to sit in the bus one day. You're going to meet that – see that beautiful, intimidatingly good-looking girl and you don't know what to do. And, and that's – again, like it's all about a feeling of empowerment. You want to feel good. You want to feel empowered about this stuff. You want to feel like, hey, I can go talk to this girl. I can go attract her wherever I am, however tired I am. Tinder doesn't do that for you. Something I, you know, I read quite a bit was guys were saying things like they used online dating because they were afraid to approach. You know, they felt a bit nervous, but they felt like they couldn't become them, their true selves when they were going and approaching a girl because of their nerves. So they could demonstrate who they truly were online. You know, do you think that's just complete shite? I think for many guys, yeah. I think for many guys, the first couple of seconds are the scariest. I get so many guys like, well, you know, for me, it's really hard to approach a girl. But once I'm talking to her, I'm really good. Well, boo, boo fucking woo. That's everybody's case, okay? Like, yeah, it's going to be a little uncomfortable for a couple of seconds. But whatever, dude. You know, like that discomfort only breeds more confidence. Pain, remember. And do you still get like nervous yourself? You know, are you still nervous when you approach every girl? Does it ever go away for somebody like you who's been doing this year in year out for years? Of course I do. Of course I do. But it doesn't bother me anymore. It, it has. It, where exactly? I where in the past it used to be paralyzing me. Now it's just like background buzz it's like it's like doing squats at the gym it kind of hurts but you kind of know it's good and you kind of start enjoying it and too many people actually wrap up their self-worth 
in you know the opinion of a stranger that they've met and you know the first time they've met them in a few minutes and if they reject them then they're rejecting them as a person that they're not good enough and it's just so sad so like how should guys look at rejection how should we treat rejection and you know is it something that we should actually look for because it's a sign that we're progressing that we're actually going out and trying things you know is rejection ever a good thing how should we treat it um as we try to get better and better meeting women and getting potential partners and stuff like that yeah i would say rejection is number one it's not it's not personal 99% 99% of the time, it's not you who's being rejected, dear listener. It's your approach, right? Imagine it like that. You, you go to a bookstore. You, you go up to this first bookshelf you see. You grab the first book. It's a 200-page book, and you read the first paragraph of the first page. Now you're going to say this book sucks. How much do you really know that this book sucks? You haven't seen a lot from this book. And that's what happens when you get rejected. You're not getting rejected, bro. It's the it's the first impression that might get rejected. It's not you, so don't take it seriously. Don't take it personally. And the second thing is see rejection as a necessary part in the equation. You can't get a girl without being rejected. You can't get better at this without being rejected. Whoever says to you they're not getting rejected is a complete liar. Everybody gets rejected. Sure, some guys get rejected much more than others, but even the pros still get rejected a lot of times. And that's cool. That's fine. You can't be liked by anybody. So you've now moved on past the rejection. You've gone up to speak to the person. You've got over that initial discomfort and you're chatting away. So what are the indicators of interest that um, pickup guys mention? What are the things we should be looking at? You know, what are the red flags that it's going wrong? What are the, the signs that she's interested? How should we be gauging things or should it just let it naturally go and, you know, just hope for the best? What should we be looking out for and then, you know, as an indicator that things are going successful? I'd say I always say the biggest indicator of interest a girl can ever give you is she's still there. You know, this is a free country. It's a free world. If the girl doesn't want to talk to you, she she's going to say, you know, oh, I got to go to the bathroom. Oh, I got to go meet my friends. Or she's even going to say, hey, fuck off. You're weird. <laughs> she's going to say it. Now, many girls, they don't want to give themselves away too easily. They don't want to seem too easy. So they're just going to stand there. They're not going to laugh at all your dumb jokes. They're not going to make it easy for you. But as long as she's here, she's still interested. That's all you need. As a guy, we don't necessarily pick up on the subtleties. We're really dumb at that. In all honestly, let's be honest here. We're dumb, okay? We guys, we don't pick up on the subtleties. We don't see the small little signs if a girl likes us. We could, we literally, we could have the girl say like, hey, fuck me right there and then. Like she could pull down her panties. We would still be like, oh, I'm not sure if she actually likes me. We needed to be so incredibly direct that first of all, we we don't pick up on any of these signs. And then if you would ask the girl, she would be like, oh, I gave him all the signs. I'm not sure why he never did anything because we just didn't see it. And the second thing is, again, the, the biggest indicator of interest a girl can ever give you is that she's still there. As long as she's there, you're good to go. She doesn't need to be all over you. She doesn't need to ask you a lot of questions back. She doesn't need to laugh at all your dumb jokes. As long as she's there, you're good. So what are the worst things a guy can be doing during this interaction? You know, What is the, 
the worst mindset or the worst way of doing this, you know, approaching women and their attitude source dating? What's the, the, the worst thing a guy can do to really hurt his success at dating and pick up and that sort of thing? Yeah. I mean, it, it, it definitely, we're, we as guys, we find ourselves too much in scarcity because we don't go out a lot, because we're frustrated, because we become confused. We're in so much scarcity, so when we do find a girl that is decent, that likes us in a decent way, we try to hold on so much and we deify her. Instead, if you would go out and you get a lot of girls and you got, you got options, you wouldn't do that. You would be able to enjoy the girl much more. And the crazy thing is too, when I say get out, get a lot of options – People are like, oh, you're just a player. You're a macho. la di da No, dude. Because you know who else has got a lot of options? The girl. Every single pretty girl. I don't care if we're talking about Jenny from work, who's a faithful Christian, uh, who's not a slut, who goes to the to the club or whatnot. She's going to have dozens of admirers, dozens of options. And then you come in. You have zero options. You put her on a pedestal. Is, is that a healthy way to, to, to approach a girl? By having zero options, now what are you going to do? What are you going to do? You're going to pressure her. You're going to make her feel insecure with your own insecurity, right? Lost date transference. She's going to feel whatever you feel. That's not good. Whereas if you had a bunch of options going, you're texting a couple of girls. You're meeting a lot of girls. You're going on a date with a lot of girls. You'll be much more confident. You would let loose and you would, you would transfer that onto the girl and she could let loose as much as well. She deserves it. She deserves you not putting her on a pedestal. You would do her a favor by not doing that, right? Well, another big thing that guys were repeatedly mentioning was, you know, that they had their own baggage. You know, how could they get back into this if they've been dating somebody for a long time? And, you know, they had split up and, you know, they still had a lot of emotional baggage about moving on from their ex or they had kids or they had come from a broken home or, you know, that they had maybe never had a good relationship before or they're maybe adult virgins and they were kind of bringing the emotional pain from that you know so what should guys do in this kind of situation how can we accept our pain or how can we move on from it how can we deal with any sort of emotional baggage to become the kind of guy that women want to be with and we want you know and have a successful life you know is there a way to move on from this is it therapy is there something that we can do or is it a case of like learning to accept it you know what advice would you give to these kind of guys oh that's like again like that's cool man like if you have kids dude whatever man own it a guy who owns a situation and is congruent about this is much better than the guy who fakes something he's not. The girl doesn't care if you're a little obese. The girl doesn't care how much hair you got on your head. The girl doesn't care if you have kids or not. The girl cares about emotions. If you're able to give her good emotions, you're good to go. And that's the crazy thing because emotions are for free. You don't need to work hard to get her to feel emotions. It's that simple. Girls are all about the emotions. They want to feel Good. You ever heard a girl when you, you try to invite her out and she's like, I'm not feeling like it? She literally means it. I'm not feeling like it. Forget about logic. Forget about any logic when it comes to women. It's all about emotions. That's it. So what about approach anxiety? You know, people who are sitting there saying like, oh, I would love to go and do this, but I suffer from terrible approach anxiety. What would you say to those kind of guys? 
Yeah, I mean, it's crazy because I'm like jealousy, approach anxiety, getting over your ex. I honestly, and this sounds harsh now, and I'm going to lose a lot of a, a lot of sympathy here. Those emotions that are luxury, I don't feel these emotions because I'm too busy creating an incredible life. I'm too busy building an incredible relationship. I'm busy getting to know incredibly amazing women. If you're suffering from approach anxiety and jealousy, you're not busy enough. Those emotions are a luxury. I don't have it. So what action plan, you know, would you set for guys listening? Would you give them three challenges? Would you say to them that they need to go out and do X number of approaches? You know, if somebody's listening to this and they really want to start getting better, you know, and start utilizing the tips that you've given, what would you want to see from them? What advice would you give to them to do for the next six months to see how successful they become? In all honesty, go out every day. Go out every day. I'm not saying go to a nightclub six hours every night. No, no. Go talk to at least one girl every day. It will be completely mind-blowing. I guarantee you. It will be mind-blowing the effect of momentum that, that, that you will experience. Go talk to at least one girl a day. Most of the times, it won't even end with one girl. Most of the times, you just approach one girl. and hey, It feels good. Let me talk another one and then another one. Go talk to a girl every day. Put yourself out there. It will be incredible how many girls you get to know, how many girls are going to be uh, willing to meet you, and it will be incredible how empowered you feel. Forget about three challenges. You want results. Go talk to one girl a day, ideally one that intimidates you, and you're going to get those results done. So what do you wish men would realize, you know, and remember about dating and pick up and meeting people and stuff like that? You know, what what advice would you want people listening to to leave this interview with? You know, is there a kind of go home message that you think that all men should remember and internalize? Very, very simple. Stop waiting. Stop hoping. Start doing Nothing's going to fall in your lap. Nothing's going to happen. Your dream girl is not going to bump into you at the corner of the library. Your dream girl is not just going to appear. Reality check, your dream girl probably crossed paths with you more than once. You just didn't have the balls to do anything about it. You got to do it. Not the government, not, you know, not the Hollywood movie, not some service, not the Tinder. You. Go ahead and go on and do it. Do it. Alone, if you have to, ideally do it with somebody who is where you want to be. Don't make, don't fall under the trap of making most of the mistakes yourself if somebody else has done them for you already. Get in touch with someone who is where you want to be and go do. That is really it. That is all. Ha, so now that actually leads me on to my next question. Now, you mentioned there about mentors and the importance of having somebody there that can help you, you know, can 
guide you through the pitfalls. They can show you where the, how to be more successful and to not make the common mistakes. So you've also brought out um, a brand new feature in your coaching. You're now doing mentoring calls. You know this is a, an awesome a, a chance for guys to you know to come and get in touch with you for you to actually give them more one-to-one coaching you know they don't need to turn up to like a physical boot camp and it's pretty much no excuses there's no real restrictions could you go into a little bit about the service and why guys should check it out yeah it's actually very simple so i've transitioned into a different form of coaching that allows pretty much anybody to work with us doesn't matter if you have no money or if you're well very very wealthy uh, I'm offering free consultation calls so you can reach out to me and my team personally one-on-one and uh, you can get a free consultation call. We're going to look at your current situation, your current goals, and we can help you get there. And we can do that with a free consultation call. And if you then, you know, you want to become my long-term client, you can always do that. Uh, but at least get that free consultation call to help to, to receive help to develop a battle plan on where you can go to your results from the situation that you're currently in. And if somebody's listening, you know, they're really interested, they're pumped up from listening to this and think, yeah, I'm going to give that a go. How do they go about it? You know, how do we book in this call? How do we schedule it? What site do we go to, etc.? Uh, super simple. So you go to rsdmax.com slash mentor. And then there's a, there's a quick application that you fill out, basically just gathering info about you, your situation, so we can make sure that we can help you. Again, rsdmax.com slash mentor. And uh, that application takes you one minute to fill out, and then you send it off, and then you can book your free consulting call right away. So again, like rsdmax.com slash mentor. Fill out the application, get your free consulting call. I'm a guy like anybody else. Nobody's cut from a different cloth. It's that simple. If I could do it, then anybody else could do it just as much. So, I mean, you've got a fantastic business. You know, you're doing some great work. You're transforming a lot of guys. You're helping so many guys learn how to meet women, how to value themselves, and how to become the men that they truly want to be. You know, you should be super proud of what you're doing now. But what do you think the evolution of your business, of the pickup, of, you know, your your own training, your own coaching, your own product line, etc. What do you think that's going to be? Very simple, just expanding, getting more people on my team that can give value to my clients and anybody else, reach more people. And I, honestly, it sounds utopian, but I think if we help people, if we help guys to reach their full potential, become alpha males, become successful with women, I think we are making this world a better place. It starts with girls. It starts with a guy learning how to get girls, but he will get so much more during that journey. He will get self-confidence. He will feel empowered. He might start a business. He might get promoted. He might get his relationship with his parents handled. It starts with that thing, but the the sky's the limit, and I just want to help and serve more people as much as I can for the rest of my life. It is It is amazing, but there's room for much more. <laughs> Something that we find really strange is that like when a dating coach gets a girlfriend or they get married, you know, how do you carry on this kind of lifestyle when you've got a partner, when you're dating, when you're married? You know, what does your partner think of the line of business that you're in? 
Um, she's proud of me. She's she's lying next to me, and uh, I love her for all the support that she's given to me. And it's all about like again, like you gotta own it, whatever you're doing. When I said I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna become a dating coach, and I also knew that I gotta be okay with that, and that there's some girls that are gonna feel that's weird. But you know, fuck it, whatever. The girl that is worth it is gonna not gonna feel it's weird. And is that where a lot of guys go wrong? You know, do they stop self-developing? Do they stop it looking to evolve and make themselves better guys once they get the girlfriend? You know, once they meet their partner, do they stop trying? Is this where guys, you know, really go wrong, in your opinion? Yeah, definitely. They stop, they see getting a girlfriend as a means to an end. Like, oh, when I have the girlfriend, I don't have to go out anymore. I don't have to go to the gym anymore. No, no, no. That's where the real work, work starts, my friend, because now you're not only doing it for you, now you're doing it for her just as much. Getting better, getting faster, bigger, smarter every day. You're doing that also for your girlfriend because she deserves it. Well, I cannot say thank you enough for doing this. You know, we've covered so much stuff, but we haven't even scratched the surface of this monumental kind of topic. There's so much stuff that guys want to know. There's so many things that guys are doing wrong. There's ways that they could speed up their progress and become better. And there's so many things that, that you know, guys could look at improving and they could learn little tricks and hacks to get to the life that they truly want quicker. So... If somebody's listening and thinks, okay, what's the best way to get in touch with you? I really want to work with you. You know, you've given some great tips. How can they get in touch? What's the, the next step that they should do to, you know, get this mentoring call? How should they look to start working with you? What's the the best way of connecting? Yeah, man. Uh, again, get your free consulting call, rsdmax.com slash mentor. Apply. Let's get on a phone call together. Let's go get shit handled. And if you then want to become one of my mentoring clients, you can always do that. But let's get on a call first. Let's see how well we're in fit. And then I think that's that's nowadays the best way to learn from me is to check out that free call. Love it, man. Love it. I can't say thank you enough for having me on here, saying all these kind words. It, it, it's my pleasure. Now, I just want to say thank you for having me on there again. It was my pleasure again. Thanks for listening, guys. If you're still with us appreciate us appreciate you lending us your ear thank you very much go out and get your handle and maybe talk to you on the phone so just wanted to say a massive thank you there taris d max the guy is killing it in his industry he's one of the only coaches i would highly recommend he's such a nice guy really honest shows you concrete action steps and actually lets you find out the key hacks you know the key insights that are actually going to get you to see success He's a really nice guy, and he's not full of bullshit like some of these other coaches. He actually will get you places. So if you want to take him up on his offer, again, it's www.rsdmax.com forward slash mentoring, and that will get you the link to find out more information and how to book in a free consulting session with Max. Honestly, you should take this up. He is fantastic. I cannot recommend his natural product any more than I have over the, t- the last few months. If you want to find out more about that, simply go and um, search in the w- website, look up the natural product review, or click on the review um, tab at the top, and you'll find it in there. Honestly, get this free consulting session with Max, and you'll be surprised at where this can take you. That's it for another week. 
Thanks for listening. Absorb it. Practice it. Use it. Until next time, keep trying to hit that next level in your life.